Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Sixteen-year-old James Casserly is a full-time wheelchair user and has set a challenge for himself to travel all 32 counties of the island of Ireland using only accessible public transport. And he's documenting his adventures on social media and how far he gets. And he joins me on the line. James, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, hi. Hi. Uh, Now, James, firstly, obviously you've been in a a wheelchair uh, as long as your life, as long as you remember. And... I suppose the, the first question to ask is, how difficult is that for, to, I mean, for the listeners and most of us who are not wheelchair users, how difficult is, you know, your just day-to-day things? Well, I don't know any difference, so it's easy, it's easy for me, but it's probably other people's, other people, like, day-to-day things are probably easier for other people. Yeah. I don't know any difference, so it's, it's, it's easy to me. And why did you decide to, oh, pardon me, why did you decide to do this particular challenge? Because, like, I know it's that other people, not, it hasn't been documented, really, like, it hasn't been documented at all, really, so I decided that I'm going to be the person to do it. Okay. So I know a lot about transport. I take Dublin bus almost every day. Sometimes I take Dublin bus six times a day, and I wanted to see if the train was accessible, if bus sharing, bus is very accessible, and uh, coach is very accessible, and express is very accessible. Okay, and, and how have you found, say, the likes of Dublin Bus and the Air Coaches and Aaron Rod Aaron, and how, so far, how have you found that? Are they, are they very accessible nearly all of the time? Uh, yes, yes, if you, if you pre-book, yes. If you pre-book? Oh, okay, okay, so you have to pre-book. Yeah, except for Connie Station, they're really nice there. You can just go up to the information desk and request for the for the wheelchair ramp. Okay. But, but for every other station, you have to pre-book. Right, okay. And generally, when, when you're, you know, going around the city, for example, I don't know what part of the country or the, what part of the city you're living in, but when, you, when you're going around to do your day-to-day things and going in and out of shops and everything else, how accessible is that to you? I mean, do you think Ireland is pretty good for wheelchair users or is it particularly bad? Um, well, I live in South County Dublin, so in Dublin it's very accessible. But if you go down to places like Offaly, Tipperary, Munster, then they're not they're, count, they're not great on accessibility, to be honest. Mm, so it depends on the county you're in. Yes, yes, and the part of the country you're in. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, absolutely. Now, I, I mean, most people don't know this, but there's 40,000, roughly, wheelchair users in Ireland, so it's quite a substantial amount of people. It's not just one or two, so it's quite a, So we should be dealing with this better and making it more accessible, yeah. uh, particularly when it comes to, say, the workplaces or going shopping and doing necessary services, like even going yeah. to the doctor or whatever it might be that you need to get to our hospitals. All those kind of places should be very wheelchair accessible, but sadly they're not. Uh, some of them are not, anyway, depends on where, where you happen to go. And, of course, you always have your mum or your dad, uh, Vicky or Paul, will be helping you every now and again if you need to get somewhere where yeah. it might not be too accessible, is that, that yeah. I, would, I would assume. Yeah. All right. And, and how's your journey going so far, by the way? It's good. Now, I only do one county so far. I've done Westmead on, on Wednesday on the train of Israel, and I'm doing, I'm doing Kodera tomorrow on uh, go-ahead buses. And okay. And then I'm doing Antrim on Monday, and on the on on the Maybank holiday I'm doing I'm doing Offaly. Okay, 
And, and how do you find people? What are what's people's reaction to you? Do do people offer to help every now and again, or is is that difficult? Because I tell you why, James. Right, I had a situation going back a few years ago where I noticed a young man in a wheelchair, and he was at the side of the road. He was trying to cross the road, and I went over stupidly, my own fault. I probably said it wrong. And I said, do you want me to push you across the road? Because I thought he was having difficulty. And he gave me a really dirty look. I probably should have just asked did he need any help rather than saying, do you want me to push you across the road? It was probably a bit patronising to him. But do you, is it okay for people to offer help every now yeah. and again? Yes, because like, sometimes you actually do need help. Like, like Sometimes, like, and especially in the manual chair. Yeah. In the chair, you, you're usually okay. But say if you drop something, sometimes you need someone to ask to pick it up. Of course, you never thought. I never thought of that. Yeah, even you need to become a bit confident. Now you have to be careful who you ask. But sometimes you need to even go ask. Right. Uh, okay. Ask you pick something up and drop something there. Okay. So on your journey around the thirty-two counties so far, and I know you're, you're going to Kildare and you're going to Antrim very shortly as well. Generally speaking, people have been nice to you. They've been good to you. They've been helpful, have they? Yeah. Yes. Irish, Irish Ray and Connie, especially, are so nice. They're so helpful. Irish Ferry and Connolly Station. So. Irish- and Connolly. Okay. All right. So, so essentially, are you going to document all of this at the end and kind of do up a list of the good and the bad? Is that what you're going to do? Yes, and, and I'm going to do a comparison. Okay. And I'm going to stay in, I'm going to go to some restaurants on the way, and I'm going to go to some hotels and Airbnbs on the way and review, and review them and see how accessible they are. Okay. Well, look, I can hear your mum, Vicky, in the background as well. Can I, can I speak to your mum there for a second as well? Yes. Yeah. Okay, Vicky, you there? Hi, Niall. How are you? Hi, I tell you what, Vicky, you must be so proud of him. I'm, oh, he's brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant. He is. He's and, and you know what he's doing is a wonderful thing as well because it's something that we don't think about enough or we don't take into consideration enough full-time wheelchair users and how accessible the world and the country, primarily our own country, is to them. I mean, I'm sure because obviously you've lived with him since the day he's been born and you've been dealing with the, the issues that arise from that. How do you find it? I think things have come on much better. Um, James words it very well. In one sense, he knows no difference. But the times we do know difference is when you um, um, gain access maybe into a, a shop um, mm. on the street maybe because there's one or two steps in. And I suppose we don't like to take the negatives from us. I mean, it's always worth the conversation with the shop owners to say, well, you can purchase... Uh, a removable ramp that you can put up and down if they weren't in a position to build out if the street didn't facilitate that. Yeah. But we just try and be proactive. And I suppose this adventure, we've always adventured. Um, we love to travel. And it's really important for us as a family that people understand that you can still do it even, you know, when you have to adapt along the way. I mean, it shouldn't be, you know, a, a humiliating exercise or an, oh. it just some, some sort of a huge uh, imposition on your life, say if you want to go away on holidays or whatever it happens to be. I mean, yeah. between airlines, between trains, planes, restaurants, everything should be accessible because we have so many people who spend their time in wheelchairs. So we need to make it more accessible. And I think the likes of James doing this is a wonderful thing because he is going to obviously document this and it may force businesses and companies and restaurants to have a little think about it maybe as well. You know what I mean? It's just to kind of go, uh, encourage people to go a step beyond mm-hmm. what they're currently doing. And some of us can be down to signage, even if you're on the bus or the train, that they give adequate notice that, you know, the next stop is approaching. So, you know, to get yourself organized to get off. 
Um, I don't think we've ever been offended by anybody asking us if we need help. I mean, when his brother was small, I had the pram and just the manual wheelchair at the time. Um, and I think people are mostly coming from a good place. So I wouldn't worry too much if somebody is cranky. There might be some, some, something else going on on that day. But, yeah. Um, because, as James said, it might have been it might have been the way I said it, Vicky. To be honest yeah. with you, I might have said it in a patronising manner, which I didn't certainly didn't mean. But James, as he said, sometimes it's just having the confidence to maybe ask for assistance if you need it. Because yeah. I suppose the main thing for any person with any type of disability is, um, I suppose, your independence and feeling equal in your day to day adventures or business, whatever you're up to. Do you, do you think Ireland generally has become more accessible for wheelchair users? Because I do remember working in a radio station going back about 15 or 20 years ago and we redesigned the whole radio station. Even though we didn't have any wheelchair users in the radio station, they did redesign it and they measured the heights of the desks that we operate on to make sure they were accessible to people in wheelchairs. So do you think, do you think it is becoming more accessible, generally speaking? Oh, hugely. And I think, um, I know currently the part and building regulations are under public consultation and review and that kind of, instruct how you should build your buildings in terms of access and universal design and I think the fact there's a review of that going on at the moment is reflective of I suppose our society willing to change and I suppose when it comes to disability there's a medical model of disability and social model and I suppose medical model is where you know disability is what hinders you from participation rather than social being the environment that's your blocker as such so if we can change our environment to empower everyone to live life to the full, I think um, we're, we're going to be doing a good thing. But Ireland certainly has come on leaps and bounds. And we have travelled. We've travelled a lot. But I, I don't think, although there's things that can be done to improve, I think we're certainly... We're certainly yeah. I think, I think we certainly need to uh, improve the employment aspect of it because I know in Ireland we don't fare off too well when it comes to encouraging yeah. employment of people with disabilities. Yeah. Uh, and other countries do quite well at that. I mean, even if you go over to America, for example, you see people working in supermarkets. I, I spotted a guy there who was a wheelchair user one day and he was out just doing what you would expect an able-bodied person to do, which is collecting the trolleys out in the car park. And that's what he was doing in his uh, motorised uh, wheelchair. So it's, it's just accepting that people in wheelchairs are just like anybody else and they can do what anybody else can do, most likely. That's it. Like, James would love to be either working in travel or a PE teacher. So he has his own thoughts on employment. Yeah, um, and, I, and I would like to get a job in, like, a, a JD or Oyster or something. So I'm, I'm in the summer, I'm going to try it. I'm going to start that guy and I'm not going to give up until I get a job. Okay, so you, what, oh, JD Sports or something like that, is it? Yeah, I see a job in, in retail or something like that. Yeah, just to start you off and then obviously you want yeah. to go into physical fitness after that. Yeah, yeah. I suppose, James, when it comes to, you know, living life as a wheelchair user and, and basically living in your wheelchair, upper body strength is extremely important and upper body health is really important. Yeah. So, I mean, that's something I suppose that, that, that could be something you could venture into if you were going to do kind of, you know, uh, exercises for other people to help other people to build up their upper body strength. Yes, I go to Sirius Gym already. Oh, do you? Yeah. Look at you. And, and are you fit as a fiddle? Not, not yet. I only started, but... Right, okay. Have you got a six-pack yet? No, not yet. <laughs> no. I don't know. Maybe, are you trying to impress the girls, James? Is that what, it, what this is all about, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Well, James, I wish you the best of luck on your travels all over Ireland. Thanks and for having me. 
And uh, I hope you're going to document it all. And maybe when you're finished, you could come back on and talk to us about, you know, the results and what you felt was good and what you felt was bad and who fared off the best and who fared off the worst. Thanks so much. And we would love to hear from you again. If you want to go on, by the way, you can go onto his Instagram account. It's at Jimbo's uh, underscore accessible underscore adventure. Uh, or you can follow on Twitter. I'll put a link, actually. We'll put a link up on our social media as well there to to your site and people can go on. And I know you put a video up every now and again, don't you? And you, you explain what you've done and how you got on. Yes. Okay, so people can follow that. Thanks to your mum as well, Vicky. Thank you Thanks. very much indeed. And James, good luck, okay? Well done to you. Thanks, Niall. And I hope you get the job in JD Sports and keep working on that six-pack, all right? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> All right, see you there. Bye, James. Okay, what a wonderful young man. Wonderful, inspirational young man. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic.